Welcome to Off the Board. In this podcast, we sit down with key figures of the cornhole community to talk about current events, insights, and the future of this booming sport. Off the Board is hosted by Jaime Sanchez and myself, Raul Chavez, and is brought to you by Buffalo Boards. Hello, Buffalo Nation. Welcome to Off the Board Podcast. My name is Raul, and I'm your host. Hey, guys. I'm Jaime, and I'm your co-host, and we're here at the Buffalo headquarters. So today we have a really special guest, uh, Mr. John Spike Garcia. How you doing, John? Doing fantastic. I appreciate uh, you having me on. John, uh, I, I will say this is probably this probably will go down as one of my favorite podcasts, I can tell already. Um, so, John, uh, this is a little different podcast because this is a cornhole podcast, right? And so it will intertwine with cornhole. Um, for the first segment, we're going to talk a, a little bit about why you're here, which is really special to us, okay? So we'll jump right into it. Um, John, uh, obviously you have the, the Lone Survivor Foundation um, symbol on you. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about why you're here? Well, first of all, uh, you know, appreciate the invite to come out and talk about the Lone Survivor Foundation and what we do as far as our mission, uh, which is offering post-traumatic growth programs for combat veterans and their families. Okay. So now, the so you work with veterans full time, correct? That is correct. Are, are you a veteran yourself? I am. I okay. am. I served for twenty six years. Twenty six years. Wow, that's that's amazing. And thank you for your service. Appreciate it. Thank oh, you. Sir, thank you. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, what branch were you in? I was first active duty Army for the first three years, and I was stationed in Germany uh, for two and a half, and then uh, the remaining twenty three was in the Air Force. Okay, the Air Force. Wow. 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 So, Spike, let, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. So, Mr. John Spike Garcia, can you give us a little background about that? All right. Call sign in the Air Force, uh, your name. You're given the, the call sign, and, and you're stuck with it. So, you know, hopefully you get a cool one uh, <laughs> and uh, because you don't have a choice. Well, uh, you know, volleyball, when you go and you, you know, smack the ball, right, right, right. that's not how I got the call sign. <laughs> that's not it. I not was, at all. I was going to say, I was gonna say <laughs> man, that's a complete di- difference. Yeah, yeah, not even close. Not even close. It was actually a, uh, we had a family day, and I was in a, in a F-16 squadron uh, with fighter, uh, fighter jets and uh, worked in operations. And, you know, I had my dad and uh, my, uh, my two sisters out there, and I was introducing them to the commander, and, uh, you know, saying, you know, this is, uh, you know, my commander is in charge of all the fighter pilots, in charge of all the enlisted, you know, the, the jets and everything. And we're in the hallway just standing. And, and you could tell they started, like, going to the position of attention, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and and he was very charismatic. And he goes, do you call him Spike? Because we call him Spike. And they just busted out laughing. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's cool. But they never called me Spike. But that was it. <laughs> After that, I was named. It just stuck, huh? <laughs> it stuck. It, it's funny how we get nicknames, right? Yes. I mean, they just happen out of the blue, right? And it has to do because of my hair. Uh, you know, I, um, I always, once I got that first haircut, then that's it. This, <laughs> that is, all, it. <laughs> this is all this, this, this does now. So. so 26 years serving. Wow, that's, that's a lifetime. I mean, yeah. It really is. Yeah. Uh, and so you're retired. I retired from the uh, from the uh, Air Force from the military. Yes. Okay. So let's go back a little bit. So coming back home, when did you come back home? I came. Uh, actually, I retired in 2011 from the military. Okay. And uh, and then from there, that's whenever I transitioned to you know full time civilian life. Mm, okay. 
So coming back, did you know what you wanted to do? Because I know that's that's kind of hard for some veterans coming back. It is, and and for me, because Houston is you know the old capital of the world. You know, then I was looking at uh, being a project manager in the oil and gas uh, industry, and so that's what I did. I actually was a PM uh, for a service provider, uh, oil and gas service provider, and did that for five years, and then all all tanked and and. Uh, and so, you know, there were uh, massive layoffs and everything. And, and so, like other uh, veterans, you know, just trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do now? And, you know, very fortunate, reached out to some resources in the, in the Houston area that connected me with, uh, you know, with great organizations. And then I got a phone call from the Lone Survivor Foundation. They were looking for a uh, director of donor relations, uh, someone who's going to go out, you know, give speeches, uh, increase the awareness of what our mission is, as well as help raise funds for our programs. Wow! So that that also didn't happen by accident. No, right. I, I I've been heavily engaged in the promoting, uh, you know, our currently serving uh, veterans and their families uh, for well over 15, 20 years now, and so I'm pretty well connected. There's something that's a large event that's going on in Houston. I usually have some way of a you know, connection with as far as helping support, uh, organize it, execute, et cetera. So I was, I'm pretty well known in the Houston area as far as being an advocate for military and veterans. So it was, you know, they looked at as far as a good fit of what they're, what they wanted. Okay. Wow. So let's, let's dive into Lone Survivor Foundation. Let's, uh, how long has it been in existence? Last year was our 10 year anniversary. We celebrated. So, you know, 11 years now. And uh, that was founded by Marcus Luttrell when he came back from his combat uh, tours. He realized that, you know, in addition to physical therapy, that the people returning from combat were also going to need help with their mental health. So that was the vision. That's uh, how he started the foundation. He is the the founder and the chairman of the board. Wow. Wow. So whenever you started the donor relations that that was your title back then, and you, that's your title now. Correct. So how long have you been doing this? Uh, about three and a half years. Now. Three and a half years. Okay. And so you said you were involved in, in veterans way, well before this. Yes. Correct. And so this is how you got your foot in. Um, the Lone Survivor Foundation goal and mission statement, what is that? So what we do is we're, we're here to help uh, those who are suffering from the invisible injuries of war. Uh, the, you know, combat veterans uh, and their families. It affects the entire, you know, family. So what we do, if they're suffering from the symptoms of post-traumatic stress, uh, mild traumatic uh, brain injury, and, or chronic pain, then we will, uh, we will uh, let them come through our program. We'll bring first the the veteran will go through, then we'll bring them, uh, bind them back with their spouse or significant other. And then again, their school age children. And we have two locations, one here in Texas and one in Fayetteville, North Carolina, we just opened up. And all that is done at no cost oh, to the wow. veteran. We'll give them the airline tickets, pick them up, you know, the therapy, the place to sleep, three hot meals a day, and all that at no cost. So y'all are a true nonprofit. Correct. Okay. That's nice. Spike, is there any uh, annual events that the Lone Star Foundation participate locally or nationally? So what we do is we have a couple of uh, 
uh, sponsored events by Lone Survivor Foundation. Okay. And uh, we have a clay shoot that's coming up actually this Saturday uh, in, in um, Katy, Texas. And then next year, uh, we do have two golf tournaments. Uh, one is going to be in April uh, at Black Horse, and then we have one at Blue Jack National, which if for those who are golfers probably know, you know, uh, have heard of that location. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and we're going to be there in June of next year. So how do you all advertise for that? So we do is uh, primarily is on our social media. Uh, so that includes our website, our uh, different platforms as far as Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, et cetera, that, that we push that out. Okay. Are there any other um, things that maybe y'all want to do in the near future that maybe on a bigger scale nationally? Well, actually, what, what we do is there are a lot of what we call third-party events. Okay. okay. If uh, somebody contacts us and says, hey, we want to put on an event, you know, we're going to put on a 5K or we're going to do this fundraiser, and then we'll, there's an agreement with them that, you know, we, uh, we, we help work with them as far as uh, what I do is if they need assistance on the development or, you know, uh, the, you know, the brainstorming side, but in essence, they own the event. And depending okay. on the size of the event is, you know, if I'm able to attend. So um, you said you had two locations. Yes. North Carolina and here in Huntsville. Correct. How many full-time employees do you all have? There's only uh, approximately nine full-time employees. Wow. Uh, the majority of our uh, people that are therapists are contractors. Okay. And, uh, and so uh, that's a way that we can get the, you know, get the best use of the donor dollars to and provide the services that uh that we offer so looking at the numbers how many how many people can you i guess can you serve so uh for example each each uh program is is five days long and uh they'll be flown in either to houston or to fayville and then we pick them up uh and actually next year we're increasing the program to a six-day program uh but so think of each one being a week long okay right and from there, if it's an individual, the veteran, then uh, approximately eight to ten. And then if it's couples, then it's probably you know that can go up to about twelve. And then for families, that can be up to sixteen. So and there's a couple of constraints you have. One is the the location, right? These are relaxing environments. You know, it's a it, you know uh, you know a house that they're able that they're staying in. And uh, because we need the environment to be relaxing so that they feel comfortable. And so you, you just have a restriction on space. And the other thing is, is we're trying to do as much as one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, so they, there are several things that we offer during our programs, you know, group sessions, individual sessions. There's actually a combat yoga that is specific to do with veterans that, you know, who are suffering from chronic pain and also uh, accelerate resolution therapy. So, you know, the number of staff members plus them, because w once they're there, then everybody stays at the, at the, at the location. Oh, wow. That's, I mean, so how many volunteers do y'all have? Do y'all have volunteers? We don't, we have volunteers, but ours, our, our volunteer base looks different than most because since they're going through therapy, then now everything's covered under uh, federal HIPAA laws. Mm, so we okay. can't have any volunteers there, but we have volunteers at, for example, at our clay shoot mm -hmm. or at a golf tournament, you know, so that's how we utilize our golf tournament, or excuse me, utilize our, our volunteers. And, um, 
you know, potentially they increase their awareness. You know, they share information on their social media. Right. So. So just um, volunteer wise and, and the clay shoot, uh, the golf tournament, how can people, um, you know, give back just in that in that. Um, so what uh, I would. Uh, suggest is go to our website, okay. LoneSurvivorFoundation.org. And then it says ways to give back is one of the tabs. And then on the bottom there is volunteer. And that that's where you sign up. And then once you do, then uh, then we have you in our, in our database. And then we send information out whenever we have volunteer opportunities, for example, like a clay shoot or something like that. How many, how many people, how long has the clay shoot been going on? This is actually the first, first one, one. Oh, that really? we put on. Yes, okay. uh, it's the first one. And it looks like it's going to be a success. Uh, we got a, you know, uh, we got quite a few teams that signed up and, and we got some great sponsors. So we appreciate that. And, and you know, we're, we're looking forward to, you know, once we get it behind us, then, you know, look at that and see how we can prove the, you know, the following year. That's what you always try to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, the golf tournament next year. How, how many people are you projecting, or how many people would you like? <laughs> well, uh, for for Black Horse, uh, we sold out, and that's a hundred forty four players. Oh, wow. uh, so we sold that out in record time. Oh, wow! Uh, and then uh, Blue Jack, uh, it's a hundred players, and the responses we're getting back, uh, we're going to sell out on that uh, as well. So let's let's turn it over, uh, guys. Buffalo Nation. We're going to turn it over to Cornhole now. Cornhole, yeah. Okay. All right. Know, let's see what Spike knows about Cornhole. Yeah. So Jaime, give him the first question. Okay. Have you ever heard of American Cornhole League, Spike? You ever heard of it? Not the league. Not the. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a league until we talked. Did you realize that there were actually pro Cornhole players? And number two. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. So what is your what is your experience with Cornhole? If you have any, it's uh you know tailgating, uh, maybe a local uh, drinking establishment. Yeah. Uh, I think that's you know, how we all started yeah, playing. I cornhole. think that's how we all started, right? And uh, yeah, so you know, solve. I mean, obviously, you know, it's big, it's popular. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I, I think. Uh, I mean, maybe somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's one of the fastest growing sports in America, which is. Crazy to think about, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's 256 pros nationwide, yeah. and so you know, you're luckily, sitting next to two yeah, of them. <laughs> luckily, you know, not to sound, you know, but you're sitting next to two of them. Uh, we're the Houston's first, first doubles team, so we're we're pretty excited about that. Um, so the really great thing with you being here is that we're going to talk about um, us being a major supporter of Lone Survivor Foundation. Um, yes, you know. It, Stuff happens for a reason, and, and um, I think it was just fate that, that brought us together, and we, we couldn't be more honored to uh, to help, you know, whatever we can help with for, with the Lone Survivor Foundation. Um, so let's let's get into that. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna try to do, you know, some some bags. We're gonna try to do some boards. Maybe uh, we're gonna have a line, a Lone Survivor line, and so a- anything that we sell. Uh, those products, you know, there will be a donation given to the Lone Survivor Foundation. Uh, it'll be a, a year-round thing, and so hopefully it'll be ongoing for a very, very long time. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm, uh, first of all, I want to say thank you and uh, say thank you to the company and those who go out and buy the product, right, that go out and buy the Lone Survivor Foundation line. Uh, 
that right there, a donation being made to the foundation to enable us to continue our mission. And again, we do that at no cost to the veterans because of companies and people like you who are saying that we're going to help our combat veterans. Yeah. I mean, it, it's very, very special. I mean, you, you have people, I mean, it doesn't matter how long you served because, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, like maybe the, the term does uh, affect you a little bit more, but I mean, if, if you come back after two years and you need help, I mean, it's just the same as somebody come back from 20 years and you need help. Right. Exactly. I mean, the, the, the key is they serve. Right. That's it. And that's what matters. You served and, and something that, you know, also, in addition to your announcement, I'd like to announce as well is that the Lone Survivor Foundation, we now open up the programs to non-combat veterans because there are veterans who, you know, like you said, those who uh, may not have been exactly in the combat zone but experienced trauma. And so we have now opened that up that if as long as you served in the military, and it doesn't matter when you serve, you know, we've had Vietnam era veterans come through our program that wow. they're now eligible. And again, we, you know, invite them back with their family, you know, as far as spouse and also their school age children, because it affects the entire family unit. Oh, most definitely. Um, so we talk about all these events. Uh, let's talk about maybe, and this isn't something that's a, a force, it might be a foreseen event, not a for sure thing, but maybe a, a lone survivor cornhole tournament. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. As long as y- y'all are ringers on my team, then I'm good with that. So, I, I mean, to my knowledge, and, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, have you ever been um, – has anybody ever supported you in the Cornhole community? We have not um, actually had a tournament that's, that, you know, was uh, donations were made to Lone Survivor Foundation. I've seen others, and, and I've always been interested. Uh, you know, so now it looks like uh, – I'm in now. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> gotta get him some set of bags. He needs some bags. Huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I think we can uh, work something out. Uh, so you think that uh, the Lone Survivor Foundation would be would be open to a, a cornhole tournament, maybe at Lone Star's Foundation? I mean, so uh, what I would say is, uh, you know, obviously we gotta pick the venue, correct. right? Uh, Huntsville is kind of a you know bit of a drive there. But if you have a venue here in, in like in the greater Houston area and y'all uh, put that on and obviously y'all have the contact right, oh, yeah. right. with uh, with the community. Uh, yes, we would. Uh, you know, I mean, it's like I think we're shaking right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we just we just agreed that. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna, there's going to be a there's going to be a tournament here. Well, so the crazy thing is that um, cornholers, they're crazy. <laughs> I mean, Houston, Houston is so big, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they'll travel hour hour and a half i mean we wow just, just to play cornhole right just the other just the other what weekend we went to corpus to go play mm-hmm. and that's that's a regular thing i mean that's a no-brainer for us yeah so you go to san antonio dallas i mean for something like this uh for the lone survivor foundation and what it represents um i mean i think it's a no-brainer oh yeah you know. oh i can see you know different tournaments held in you know uh, the different cities around texas and then of course i would have to travel and go to those oh yeah and, definitely. Uh, <laughs> you know and then and see that that would be amazing and that then, would be great you know north carolina is a big big cornhole state too so really? um I, I definitely think that they would come out there and, and support y'all i have no doubt about it um 
Excellent. Yeah, it'd be a nice little trip for us, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially with the ACL headquarters located in South Carolina. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Spike, I want to thank you for, for coming on the show. Like I said, I think this is one of my favorite shows just because of what it means. Um, the, the, the support that we're going to give you all and the support you all are going to show us, it, it means the world to us. Uh, we're kind of putting you know, our money where our mouth is. We, we've always, we've always <laughs> said we, we want to support our veterans, and this is us doing it. So um, uh, how can people um, donate? How can, how can they um, monetarily donate to the Lone Survivor Foundation? Well, if you go to our website, LoneSurvivorFoundation.org, uh, it has, shows the multiple ways how you can donate. You can either donate at one time, monthly. Uh, you can start an online fundraiser. Uh, so there's multiple ways there. Uh, the other thing you can do is uh, if you uh, can contact me directly. And my email is first initial J, last name Garcia, G-A-R-C-I-A, at LoneSurvivorFoundation.org. And you can contact me directly if you uh, thinking about it, I want to put on an event. You know, from there I can guide you through the process. And if you need help with some brainstorming, I can help you with that as well. So okay, so guys, don't don't worry. You don't have to rewind this. We'll put all the content, you know, <laughs> on, on the YouTube channel. We'll make sure that it's it's you know up there and it'll stay up there. And, and hopefully, people do contact you because. Uh, Every single day, people deal with this, right? And Correct. and it's a it's a daily thing for for you and for the veterans that go through it. I mean, we are super blessed to have people like you to serve 26 years. I mean, you know, I'm 34, so that's <laughs> you know three fourths of my life. So um, I'm very honored to to be sitting next to you, and, and thank you for what y'all do. Well, I appreciate you know the uh, you know y'all coming on board and supporting the foundation. Uh, you're helping us to continue the mission that Marcus set out. You know, to, you know, let's not quit on those who did not quit on us. Absolutely. So uh, we appreciate that. Yep. So, guys, today is Veterans Day. And so make sure that uh, one thing um, that may, maybe people don't know, what's the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day? So uh, the difference between the two is Veterans Day is to say thank you for those who served. Memorial Day is honoring those who are no longer with us. Okay. You know, okay. they either died in, in combat or, you know, have passed away. And so that's that's really the, the significance between the two. <clears throat> so, right. guys, Veterans Day is today. So make sure you go and thank a veteran if you know them. If you don't, Facebook, Instagram, social media, I know everybody's on it. Thank a veteran. You know, right. put, a, put a post out there. Um, Buffalo Nation. We're we're coming we're coming fast with this Lone Survivor line. We're not sure what we're going to call it, but I know that we are going to be a proud supporter. Uh, we're going to be putting a lot of stuff out there uh, with the Lone, Sur- Lone Survivor Foundation. Um, you know, all, our our graphics team, our media team is top notch, and so I have no doubt that um, everybody's just going to love the product. So, uh, Spike, thank you so much again. We appreciate it. Thank Spike, you. Thank you very much for joining us. All right. All right. Thank you, Buffalo Nation. Thanks, Buffalo Nation. Nation. See ya.